BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Are you like me and thought one day, I want to start a podcast? Well, it's easy. All you do is go to Anchor FM and sign up for free. Then all you do is you can record from your computer or your phone. And next thing you know, all you do is upload your episode. And then like magic, Anchor just goes and releases it everywhere to Apple, to Spotify. You name it, it releases it there. It's easy, it's simple, it's fun to use, and like me, I'm not very technical-oriented. Again, easy. Not like the rapper, but it's easy, if you get what I mean. So again, go to Anchor FM, sign up, and uh, start being a content or podcast creator today. thing as death, life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought 
truth, and reality. Questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. And welcome back to another episode of My Third Eye. On this episode, I am grateful to have the Occult Rejects. Yes, that's right, the Occult Rejects come on. We have New York Patriot is one half, and Lux is the other half. Um, please go check out their show. You know, give them a five-star rating and review on Apple iTunes, as well as me. Um, I'm over there, too. Uh, leave me a comment, you know, whatever. Do what you got to do. Uh, but tonight, we talk about a whole array of stuff, you know, what it was like about being in a secret society from both of their standpoints. And then towards the end, uh, uh, and I'm going to put a little disclaimer out there, you know, Everybody that has been listening knows that I, I was duped by the Q thing, and I still have friends that do believe, and I still love you, and you guys know who you are. Um, but by all means, I will never tell you not to believe in something that you believe in. That's, that's your right, that's your belief. But having said that, the second half, we discuss how Q was actually a psyop and an occult psyop at, at best. So, like I said, um, I will put their contact information in the show notes. Uh, go like them um, on every, you know, wherever you, you follow podcasts, you know. Uh, the Occult Rejects have a lot, you know, to, to offer. Lux is now coming out with uh, his new show, which uh, will be called Lux Rising. Um, I don't think he has any episodes out yet, but just keep a lookout for that. And, uh, yeah, you know where to get a hold of me. My third eye pod at gmail.com and i'm on instagram at my third eye podcast you can also find me on youtube at my third eye podcast go over there give me a like and a subscribe i want to thank everybody that's been liking and subscribing uh, thank you for all the support that you're doing over there and i got to give a little special shout out to uh, austria so my fans in austria you now have me in the top 100 in news in, in your country so thank you for the love and support coming out of austria and uh on that note uh yeah just go follow me on instagram and go give me a five-star review and enjoy the show all right welcome back to another episode of my third eye tonight i am very excited and very honored to bring you the occult rejects these guys um they're the biggest fakes and hacks in the game. If you listen to some certain podcasts and act like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, these guys actually do. And uh, if, if somebody hears this and, you know, you know who you are. Uh, but anyway, like I said, I have New York Patriot and Lux from the Occult Rejects on. Um, I will start with Lux. Uh, if you want to introduce yourself and then New York Patriot, uh, I know my fans already know kind of who you are but at least plug your show and plug the occult rejects and uh i'm going to turn it over to uh two amazing um guys that have opened my eyes to the world world of uh secret societies and and a lot of other topics to to be honest and we're going to talk about you know some magic and you know how fake q is and how everybody <laughs> fell for for some dumb shit so uh ladies and gentlemen i give you lux and new york patriot from the occult hey, rejects hey. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lux here. I uh, started a podcast with New York Patriot after leaving the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. And uh, 
yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happened while I was in there and I just wanted to sort of blow the whistle on stuff that I had seen when I was inside because it really is way more prominent in society than people think that it is. Uh, occultism and magic affects everything that uh, really is in society right now. So felt as though we needed to be sort of the Paul Revere's of, uh, you know, getting this information out. So so we did, and uh, it's been incredible ever since. It's just, we got an awesome fan base. We've got an incredible support. So uh, it's been, been awesome. Awesome. We definitely got some awesome fans, I'll tell you that much. I was actually talking to one yesterday that, uh, you know, I was asking them to come on our show because we wanted to start doing stuff with our fans. Um, you know, it's, a, it's a, a fan that has posted stuff for us and, started threads on Reddit, you know, amazing, amazing fan. And uh, she said, uh, no, she wasn't comfortable with coming on just because she's nervous. But she had asked, what made you ask me? And I said, well, there's two reasons. I said, uh, one of them, yeah, it was nice that you actually, uh, you know, reposted our stuff. I said, but the people I'm asking are really the ones that are always hitting me up with questions. I said, because that's exactly what we want people to do. Yeah. I said, you don't understand something, hit us up, ask us a question and question things in general. Well, yeah, you know, we, have, we have a lot of fans and even like other shows that I've spoken to that sometimes are a little weirded out about what we talk about because they don't understand it. And I understand that. But that's when you ask questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now I'm wearing a fucking stupid fucking hat. You know how many shows I've done this shit on? Not <laughs> one fucking person that's ever had me on has ever asked me, what the fuck does that mean? Why not? Right. Why? Why is it so hard to ask a fucking question? And I was going on with her about that. And she had said the same thing. I think you were saying earlier, a lot of people start to look at uh, these shows and look at them as unapproachable. Right. And I said, well, a lot of them are. And I said, at least the people I know, I said, so, you know, we appreciate when the fans hit us up and ask Absolutely. and wonder, because that's what we're having these shows for. We just want to inspire different thinking. Free thought. And we have a lot of fans like that. And I truly appreciate that the most, you know, for real. Yeah. yeah I, I would rather have the amount of fans that we have now. Well, not even fans. I'd say just listeners, yeah. but people that listen to us, you know, uh, now because everyone is really intelligent. Everyone's really smart, curious, funny. And it's just a really great group of people to be around. I'd rather have that than a hundred thousand followers who don't know shit. And, <laughs> and exactly. just click yeah. the like button, you know? And I got to, I got to thank you guys. Uh, the occult rejects have sent some of your fans uh, my way and started listening to my show. And like, like you just said about reaching out to fans, I had one through telegram reach out to me and I uh, interviewed him yesterday. And at first he was cool. a little nervous and I, you know, but I used my, my good empathic skills and my, my new podcasting techniques and, you know, spun my little magic and and you know calmed it down and hey just it's just you and me bud we're, we're having a conversation and before you knew it you know we were sitting there talking on so many different topics and you know it, it's great because i know how nervous i was the very first time i was interviewed and it was by you patriot and i i was dude i was like so fucking nervous because i was like who who cares about what I think? You know what I mean? That's kind of how I've always gone through life. Nobody gives a shit what goes. I still thinks. think that a year later and people are still listening to us. Yeah. So what do you guys want to start with? Uh, I don't know. Did you want to? Oh, that's right. I, I did have an idea. And, and this was really because of other people 
you know, believe it or not, this actually is something that came up. I, I don't want to get into the topic because of all the whole drama and things of, of stuff that might have happened a while ago. You know, you a mean, lot of people. I just, called, I just called it out. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm trying to get you, you know, particular start stirring yeah, up. I hear you. But, uh, you know, I've even had some either fans or other shows say that, like, you know, uh, they're so confused about magic. One, they don't know what to think about me myself, or they don't know what to think about what I'm saying. And uh, I, I think, you know, a lot of people get confused or maybe don't understand uh, how me and Lux see it. Uh, maybe we've never said it outright, but I mean, I know speaking for myself, I can say that I do. There is a good and a bad. It's not all bad. Not all occultism is bad. It's just sometimes it's a thing is just a symbol to express an experience or right. a situation or a growth in spirituality. It doesn't mean which way it's going. It just means that situation. So sometimes, you know, I, I, and I, I think maybe it's, it's maybe something we need to talk about more. I don't know if people aren't, uh, you know, if people are ask, telling me they, they're confused. Um, but I do think, you know, there is positive magic. Yes, of course. I do believe in that. I'm not saying you need to go uh, make rituals and ceremonies for all that stuff. No, you don't need to do all that. I don't think, but I do believe that there is uh, you know, positive occultism and positive magic, believe it or not. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, take Christianity, the, the, the fact of even saying a prayer that in itself is magic. Mm -hmm. You're, you're casting a spell essentially, and people don't want to look at it that way, but it's the truth. And, you know, like you say, and you know, hell we even do it when we're writing a letter you know you're spelling you know yeah. they're, they're all named it's named that for a reason so yeah let's get it let's get into it let's let's uh you know debunk some of this stuff and, you know enlighten me and and all of our listeners to you know because i know there's there's times i've thought about questions and then after listening to an episode or something of the occult rejects or, or viewers patriot that I'm like, Oh, okay. That answers the question. I don't need to, you know, reach out. So, you know, I love, I don't know. I, I personally don't have a super, I don't have questions written down, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but oh, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm sure they'll come up, but you know, well, it, it always just fascinates me anytime the two of you are together and you know, the, 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 the stuff that just comes out of your guys's mouth on, on truth bomb after truth bomb and just eye-opening shit. It's, it's, it's awesome. Cause thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I thank walk you. away with my third eye wide the fuck awake. <laughs> well, I, I, I honestly think the, uh, I think the, the fact that people perceive magic or occultism uh, in a negative light is probably because all that you ever hear about it is something that's negative and and maybe we don't do the best part of explaining some of the positive sides of it because we're going after some of these dark magicians and occultists that are fucking up society so you know that's more our aim is exposing the, the negative side of it so we don't ever want to give this one-sided opinion uh, of magic we're just showing you the the people who know the systems how they operate and how they're using it against everyone um so maybe be great to do a series on you know some positive magic in the future the thing is is that when you when you think of magic it has to it, it can't be in the traditional way that we think of it as this is like harry potter hogwarts bullshit right. it's a set of laws these are 
laws that are built into the, the just the fabric of the way that things are no different than electricity. You know, it's like I say before, if you were to put your finger in a socket and you get shocked, right? Or someone zaps you with a, you know, a taser, it doesn't mean that electricity is inherently evil. It just means that it was used for the wrong purpose and, and that you have to entertain magic the same way that you do electricity because it can be used for good or bad. Oh, very well said. I mean, I was thinking before, like uh, magic could be the handcuffs that you could put on yourself or it could be taking them off. You well, know, you, you guys hit on it on uh, episode two of the Scarlet Whore, you know, with the whole George Floyd at the end of the, the, that episode uh, about the ritual that could have been taking place with the two pillars and the dove and, and what have you. And I, I never would have thought about looking at it that way. And it's like, holy fuck. I mean wow you know what i mean like most people are like oh the the super bowl halftime that you know that's a magic ritual and and da 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 da, da. And, and a lot of people know about that but in everyday things e even when i'm sure if you guys watched a senate floor and them trying to pass a bill or something anything like that i'm sure there are certain things that they're these high parasitic elites are are using some kind of some form of ritual magic to get things done and that's I, I, maybe that's just me thinking way out there but I, I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't the case well i've seen them i mean my opinion i've seen people like do specific hand signs mm -hmm. when people happen to be looking a certain way and well trump used to do that that spear sign or whatever they, they always thought it was like the spear you know oh almost, that thing like Hand like yeah, that. yeah, that's like, actually yeah. what I was talking about, but not him. It was somebody I think sitting behind McConnell, maybe one day. Yeah, he was yeah, and uh, the dude does that behind him when he turns around and looks. And I really do believe that. I mean, that shit's I, yeah, I think and his whole face changed and everything. Like, he was just like, Oh, shit, I, um, I gotta get back in line. And yeah, even if you take a look at the songs uh, that Trump plays before his rallies, there's a really interesting subject to. to check out because the list of songs is really creepy they all have a, a specific message to them and like we covered on the scarlet horror episode five so much of magic is vibration and um sound that can be used to manipulate people and they, they don't even realize it but I, I would definitely say that the most if you really want to to sniff out when magic is being used Watch when there are crazy, terrible, traumatic events. Things like the Twin Towers, things like uh, the Las Vegas shooting, mm -hmm. right? The guy mowed down all of those, those people. Anything that can create trauma and fear is most likely based on some type of magic ritual because then they use that energy that's produced from it. So take, take example, George Floyd. After that happened, that ritual happened, you had an entire summer of chaos, right? So it's this magic ritual that's being done and then it, it gets a reaction from the public <laughs> and then the public, they don't even realize why they're doing certain things that they're, that they're doing because they're even unaware, unaware that they're under a spell or a ritual. That was the only virus going around at the time was an infection of their fucking brains. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was spreading like a fucking virus.
Yeah, but they were just peaceful protesters, so <laughs> there was no harm, no foul. Oh, January 6th, that was a huge yeah. one. I mean, we broke that down in the whole uh, little mini episode in itself because we pointed out the fact that, uh, what is it? The one guy that was up, yeah, he was doing an actual ritual while he was up on that podium. So it's nutty because people don't see it. And it's just, can you, can you break that down a little bit? Because I, I believe you covered that in the quasi quotal mini, the series, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I remember you hear, hearing you guys speak about that, but I don't think you guys ever broke down exactly what he was doing, you know, audio wise, uh, the ritual that he was doing. Cause I've, I've seen the video, but for somebody that doesn't understand what's going on, um, w- what are some things to look for? Like, obviously the way he's dressed and, you know, you, you said the stuff he might've been saying, but it, is there more to it? You know, it's funny. I would probably really have to go back and look. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't mean ago, to put but, you. But, yeah, uh, I don't mean to put no, you. No, no. Unfortunately, no. The thing is that the stuff that I can remember that, that that I could answer was like stuff that you already pointed out. You understood. One, his clothing. Uh, that I think was actually. I can't remember. Maybe Lux remembers the ritual that he showed me. It even had like little drawings in there of like you know the outfit. It's pretty much the same exact fucking thing he was wearing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, think sh- I think we show that in the episode when we covered it. And uh, believe it or not, you know, his tattoos. I don't know if the guy really fucking understood magic at all. If he was, you know, if he was just being used or if he really does. But, you know, that one triangle tattoo he has on does. If you truly understand what that symbol means, it's a pretty powerful one. And if he understood that, then I, I definitely think that that guy was involved. You know, that shows right there. He was fucking around with some right and on the fact that he goes by q shaman shamans are that's the old word for you know magician or or magic one or or healer or you know anything like that you know yeah the um the interview that he just did with uh what's there it's it's a huge channel on youtube they just did an interview with him because he's apparently in jail um it was oh all gas and no breaks that channel interviewed him on a phone call from jail hmm. and i can tell you this dude definitely knows way more about the occult than uh, than we think that he does because you can just hear the, the terms that he's using the the people that he's uh, like listing as being inspirations for you know why he became a shaman because he actually self-proclaims himself to be that so But he was doing, when he was up there on the podium, you know, that's sort of like, it's a representation of a transition of power because Mm. it was the invocation of a war god. I can't remember the specific one, but even down to the the physical clothes that he was wearing are required for that ritual. It's that ritual is supposed to be done in a very boisterous way. And you had all of the people who were running in fear out right of the house of reps and then he gets up on the podium and now he is invocating this from the podium which is showing that you know sort of the old order the old way is gone and now this is the invocation of a new order a new aeon new age so even the face paint the red and blue you know talking about the 
yeah, even two sides the, of the, the tree on his face. The yeah. tree of life, right? Yeah. I mean, it's and, and using the, the podium as an altar. Exactly. Yeah. He even had, um, and I, I think this is. I mean, this even I think goes along with Coke. Believe it or not, um, he had a uh, it was like a little megaphone that was red and white. A lot of times uh, you'll see that in stuff, and that to me that's showing like Kether and then Gaborah, and that is a. Uh, you know, the red sphere would be for war and chaos as well. He even had a megaphone with him that was red and white. You know who and else had a normally megaphone? Normally that's some fucked up shit. So, but I'm also thinking, you know, Coke bottles, Coke's shitty for you. And it's got a red and white label. So, you you know who else had a, a red and white uh, megaphone? Uh, George Bush at the 9-11. Right no, after 9-11. Well. Remember when he was on the megaphone? I, I'm almost certain it was red and white. Yep. Yeah, but hey, I, even... Before yeah, that, when he was in the school, that was a definitely a Colton bone. You're breaking up, Lux. Yo. We're hitting too close. <laughs> too, we're getting too close <laughs> to the truth. Zoom doesn't I, like it. <laughs> I tell you, I swear to God. Every time, every time that it gets unstable, it's when him and I are on. This yeah. never happens. Any other time, my wife, she does a lot of work from home, and she has to be very dependent on a high-speed connection because of the nature of her work. Nothing happens. The moment I get on with him, <laughs> stuff starts to get crazy. I actually got my internet fixed a few days ago, so I know it's not me. So <laughs> my wife, you, you guys have crystals that you can put around your, your, your stuff? <laughs> I've uh, I've I've used a uh, Faraday cloth, believe okay. it or not. Well, you can't see me right now, but I'm I'm actually naked in a loincloth with buffalo yes. horns. Nice. So. He's dressed up like the Q shaman right now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that makes my ass wet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got I, I got one ass cheek is red, the other ass cheek is blue. So nice. I just you know do it that way. But now, I did mean, you, did you paint the starfish white for the? yeah star all right right exactly <laughs> and now now see like this uh -huh. is like a perfect example of how we can use this ritual what we think is a ritual i mean first off i even wanted to say how do we even know those buildings aren't already built specifically for shit like that for, for them to come down you mean well i'm saying like how do you know that room isn't set up to where things things are facing certain directions and how do you know it hasn't already been consecrated to be like a fucking temple or, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're that talking about January 6th. Yeah. I mean, but what, no, what I'm, yeah, but what I'm saying is like the buildings themselves. Like, how do we know? Well, I'm yeah, sure they are. They're I mean, in those things. They're gigantic. And we see one little fucking part of it. And we think we know what the whole place looks like. I mean, no. <laughs> granted, in, in, in my opinion, the Freemasons are kind of low on the totem pole. And, but they're, but they're up there. Um, yeah. But DC, was designed by Freemasons. You know what I mean? The whole layout of, of, of every building, you know, so why wouldn't certain rooms face a certain direction or, you know, these guys think of shit like that. Whereas we, me as, as a common guy, I, I, dude, I wouldn't know the first thing on how to do any of that. Right. Oh, but what I was getting at, I think that's a perfect example of bad magic. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, when, and it, I, I guess to try to like stay on that a little bit to, to try to show like, I guess, differences, you know, the, a lot of things that me and Lux cover, like we covered this and we've covered other things, things with secret societies because of the fucked up shit that they do. 
But a lot of times when like when we're pointing out all these symbols and all these things and showing you how bad they are, it's normally because they are always kind of very specific to what the symbol means. Like I know I said earlier that some of them can be very broad, but some of them like are only going to be for a specific part of the tree, a specific area of the tree. And when you get a lot of the same imagery going on for the same group or the same person or same show or same secret society, that can start to tell you what their ideology might be. That could start to tell you what they stand for. It's like a, uh, it's almost like a stamp or something. I mean, even with my logo, I mean, my logo, (laughs) yeah, my logo to me is, I mean, Lux put the red and the blue in there, just like the tree of life. And to me, that is the brain and the electricity, like sinking up in the middle, like it should, but like, that's what I am about is trying to let people know that that is fucking possible. So that's why I use this as a logo. Same reason these fucking secret societies use certain fucking things. It's to make a statement and tell you what they're about. Now, you know, and, break, and that's that's totally different. Right. You know what I'm now, saying? Here, we'll do it. We'll do it live right on the air. I, there's nine eyeballs right yeah. here in this whole thing. What would that from a standpoint from from you? How would you take my logo? Because there, it, it to me, I, I know where it came from. But to, to Common Joe, they'd be like, dude, that's occultic as shit. You know what I mean? The problem is, too, is that I also know who you are, kind of. Right. If I didn't know you when I looked at that, I mean, I, I, I see two different things in that. So, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to explain. One, one would be bad, and I guess one would be good. Then that's what I'm getting at. Like, so many things can have – it even depends on what your intentions are, what you're even stating mm-hmm. that you're doing or stating that you are. Like, you know, with the nine, I would automatically associate the moon with that. Okay. You know, and then you have a triangle pointing down. I would associate with taking something maybe from the abyss and bringing it in. So mm. I, I would say maybe that symbol is showing you the third eye may be closed, or you could say that, you know, it'd be the opposite, that you opened it up because you are no longer controlled by the moon anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's it really, a lot of this stuff can come down to the what the person's itself. intentions was. But right. when you start to see the same common thread constantly within someone's shit, you can't deny it at that point. You're obviously making a fucking statement. Right. You know? And and to the person, she she's a very beautiful person who, who did create my logo. I love it and I'm never going to change it because I, I know it came from, a, you know, a good heart and very thankful and very blessed, you know, and, and just the synchronicities that that lined up to the fact that she used to work with the artist that does tools cover album art, Alex Gray, you know, and, and it was just a random reach you know started following me hey i like your art you want to design a logo i kind of like tool and this and that oh funny thing is i blah, 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 blah. and here we are now i have a logo and she, she's a very she's going to come on the show eventually so i'm 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 yeah i, I would like wait. i would like to even talk to her because even that little you know you see that moon that's like lying it's you know on this on the bottom instead mm-hmm. of the side <laughs> you know even from my experience when i've talked about like the black sun or whatever that's exactly how it starts to open up that way. Now, I know a, a lot of people just have been used to seeing that symbol like that and probably have no idea why. It's just, you know, what's on top of goddesses' heads. It means the moon. Right. But I would be interested to actually talking to her and knowing, like, you know, that this is what I'm getting at. She could actually be somehow referencing the black sun right there. 
Yeah, yeah, she could have. But I would have no idea. But then that would tell me this lady actually understands fucking magic if she really knows what that little symbol right there means. Right. If it means the same thing to her that it means to me, then that could totally change everything because now I'm like, all right, this person knows what they're fucking talking about. Now I really have to look at this fucking logo. It's It, it can be very hard, but stuff like, like that, you know, um, can be taken, you know, that symbol can be seen different yeah. ways from different people. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not going to stop listening to Tool. Yeah. You, you, you had the hitchhiker on breaking it down and that, that opened my eyes. I was like, finally, someone is breaking down Tool in a way that I can understand and going through the lyrics because I, you know, I, take 46 and two, you know, I, I never really knew a lot about it. I knew he was, you know, my shadow coming through, you know, I, I didn't know what shadow work was until you kind of broke it down about, you know, Carl Young and, and doing shadow work. And then you had your, your last guest on, um, what was it? Your okay. newest episode. Yeah. And talking about shadow work and, I always She's kind really of thought, that. yeah, She's I always thought that, that was kind of dark, but she, she brings it into a light that no, it's just basically examining yourself and admitting that you're a piece of shit and f- working on, on yourself and letting go of your ego, you know, yeah. and, and that, that can be used in a good way. And like that's with magic, that, it can be used in a bad way. Right. Cause I mean, when I, when I look at the logo, I see uh fire you know so that would be a lot of generally that would be a male energy and you've got the nine which would be yasad on the tree of life right above malkuth so it's uh malkuth would be earth where you know where we are and yasad right above it so it'd be like you pulling a male energy you've also got the blue which would coincide with chakma and it's it could represent something very positive because of those things depending on your intent the the way that magic works is they're sort of like each symbol is a piece of a puzzle and you can use that piece with another piece and depending on your intent can either be very positive or very negative so symbology is nutty because it really it's tools archetypes that you need to accomplish whatever your will is or what you want to get done so you know what i would even like to just throw in here and add real quick ghost i i would never even probably you know i'll be totally honest with you i mean i've had some fans actually point out people's logos that i've had on my show and i was just like oh i didn't see that but uh, (laughs) um (laughs) they have to tell me don't fucking pay attention because like uh, most people don't just don't even understand it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, so, I don't so, understand like, it. Like, why? Like, and and what I was gonna get at, it's just your logo. Uh, you're not selling clothes. Uh, you don't have fucking multiple fucking logos for different types of shows or skit. You know this and that with the same. I'm only seeing it on your logo, and that's it. I'm not seeing it ten other fucking places. That's when. Uh, me or Lux or, you know, the occult rejects, that's when we start thinking, oh, we have something here. If you were to look at our shit, we don't go off by one fucking picture. Right. It's a constant repetitive, neither theme or by their actions as well. That shows you what the thing is really about. Yeah. What the intent is for. Right. Yes. yes. Right. It's like, think about it like parts on a car. Symbology is like parts on a car. You know, you got your tires, you got your engine, you got your transmission, you know, and each one of those has to come together for something to work. It's the same way that magic is, but you could use that car to 
do something positive or you could use it to do something really negative, but nonetheless, you still need those parts for anything to work. Right. And, and I, you know, I totally get it. You know, people could look at, you know, this in a negative way. I look at it in a positive way. Like you pointed out in the beginning, I would have never thought to ask you why you're wearing a checkered hat, but I, I get the checkered symbol symbolism to a, to a degree because, but there's much more into it that I don't even understand. You know, I, I know it has to do, okay, the checkered pattern with Freemasonry uses it a lot and, you know, but I'm not well versed in, you know, I know a little about a lot, you know, and I don't know a lot about a little, and that's where your guys are good at, at knowing a, a lot about your, your niche, you, you know, yeah. and like I said, I, okay, he's wearing a checkered hat, whoop de do, you know, but you're wearing it obviously to have some. Oh, yeah, I was going to wear my 3D glasses too, and I forgot yeah. to grab. Oh, you should have. <laughs> Just so you well, don't break out that hood. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'll explain it. The 3D glasses are the fucking spheres on the tree. And I, and I do think to an extent, you know, if you can kind of lay that tree out, I think in certain areas of the body where maybe change is going on, I do think they might fit in this area. Sure. Right. Uh, so I would wear those for that. And the, the, the checkered thing, well, yes, I guess because of the Freemason floors, but I mean, that's the white, pillar the black pillar you know left and right and to me um i'm wearing it and the way it falls on my head it's before my eyes uh okay. to me this is the black and white uh tv that i was in prior and then once uh i cross my eyes this is when i'm in the fucking 3d matrix now that's in color and just see- like on division how it started off in black and white and now it's in color that's to me that's that's what i'm saying who the fuck would get that idea for me wearing this hat, unless you ask questions. Right. And, and I never would have. How occultists think. Yeah. And then you learn how other ones act. Yeah. This is the shit people should be asking us. Silly, but, stupid. But here's the like thing. Pe- and even me to an extent, you know, I, you I'm. You don't even I, think anything of it. No, sometimes. because I'm kind of asleep exactly. to it because I don't know enough about it. And, you know, like, I okay, you're wearing a bucket hat with, and it's checkered. Okay, cool. You know, uh. All right, but now having asked the question, now I know the meaning behind it. But I would have never thought to ask that question. Who would ever but, think a checkered hat would be that deep of an answer? Right. <laughs> you know, right. for real. Or, or you know, because look, look back in the day, uh, the checkered, you know, uh, like Vans or whatever. Uh, was it Run DMC that that made them famous? You know, yeah. I think maybe so. they were. It was, I, mean, I can't was, remember if it was skater or what. That, that started Kangol hats. And that shit starts with the K. Yeah. I mean, come on. I don't know. I mean, I understand whatever. Instead of king, it could be K. I don't know. It's like a play on words. And it's just, you know, I mean, I even own, I own hats like that. Cause to me, I think that hat in itself is even trying to make an occult statement, <laughs> that style of hat, believe it or not. <laughs> so I own hats like that. Right. And then think about, think about how much that could affect us you know because even though if we're unaware of the symbolism and somebody's trying to do some type of ritual let's take 9-11 for example you got two towers symbolizing the left pillar on the tree of life and the right pillar on the tree of life it's two very very in the occult world those those two pillars are foundational 
pretty much every magical group doesn't matter if it's the order of nine angles golden dawn oto every single masons they all recognize the two pillars right you can see it in all the temples give it different names but they all have their own way of recognizing that shit right and what they're when you see these two towers fall not only is that referenced in the tarot deck by usually chaos but you have both of the towers falling which are pretty much describing the two the two pillars on the tree of life it's it's insinuating ushering in a new age a new aeon the old order is gone right it's a it's a new world order because collapsing those pillars is it's uh it's symbolic for getting rid of any type of structure total chaos so if you're just watching it you would think oh my god it's just two towers that are falling oh, holy shit but in reality it's much deeper than that and it affects us on a subliminal one yeah. yeah yeah and and it's funny you bring in tarot i i actually this past um weekend uh got my first tarot deck and <laughs> there's a little story behind it there, there's a um holistic healing shop that just opened in in the town next to across the river from me and what have you and i was talking to my wife about it and she's like yeah we, you know we can go over well she didn't she didn't want to go in or whatever and uh which which is fine normally she would but just she didn't feel like it and i me kind of thinking maybe she was kind of testing me to see where i'm at in in my journey in life and in, in looking into some of this stuff because she she's a massage therapist she doesn't practice it anymore but she went to the school of healing arts so they they played with you know crystals or not played but you know touched crystals you know her, her teacher was a reiki master and, and what have you so we're driving over there and i turn and i'm like ah oh, i think they're closed she's like no the lights are on i was like oh okay pop some money in the parking meter walk up open the door and the ladies gets like wide-eyed and the, her, her, her ended up being her husband was standing there and she's like uh uh can i help you i'm like oh uh, yeah i was just coming in to to see what you have and she's like well we're closed i was like oh okay no problem i'll, I'll leave i'll come back when you're open she's like no, no 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 you're here and i was like okay well long story short um start talking to her and next thing you know i'm in there for probably about 40 minutes and I've already talked to her on how she got into, you know, her journey and willing to, would you be willing to come on my podcast to, to, to talk? And I left there with my, um, uh, black tourmaline, uh, crystal and a tarot deck. And the the look on her face when, when I said, yeah, do you have tarot? And she's like, well, what kind of deck are you looking for? I said, well, my buddy, he recommended that I get the Golden Dawn deck. And she went, what? That, that, ooh, that, that's a little dark. Uh, uh, are you sure you want to start with something like that? I was like, I don't, I don't know. What would you recommend? And so she gave me like a, a very beginner's guide, you know, to the deck of tarot. And, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm new to it, so I, I, I got to learn it. But it, it was a neat the whole energy around it it was like it was meant to be you know even though they were they were closed still let me in there for 40 minutes you know 
talked about her, you know, her journey and she, she picked up that I was an empath before I did here. She was a spirit medium and like, it was just, it was a wild experience. And I came back out and I told my wife about it and she goes, you have grown, you, you've come a long way. And I was just like, wow. All right. And then here and no lie, me and my ex never could have a good conversation. It was always anxiety filled. Can't stand to talk to you. You know, this, that I, I'm driving back from a delivery yesterday. And it was the first thing I told my wife when I came in, you know, my, you know, the ex is calling us. So I pick up, I said, hang on, you know, let me pull over. I can't talk and drive at the same time. So I pull over next thing, you know, an hour and a half went by and we had a good conversation, you know, it was about our, our daughter and what have you and, and stuff that, that that's going on. And I mean, nothing bad, nothing drug related or anything. Just, she's just in a odd place right now. Um, but, uh, we had a wonderful conversation and like at the end of it, she, she was just like, I, I never expected you or expected to have a conversation like this. And I was like, I didn't either. I said, I'm just a different place right now. And spiritually, I, you know, I, I get it. You know, she's a huge Christian born again. I said, I believe in a creator. Um, there's certain parts of the Bible I just don't agree with. And I, you know, it's, that's a whole long other story, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to vibe on this, this higher energy level to receive good energy back because I know being an asshole in, in, in the past didn't get me very far. I mean, it got me places, but you know what I mean? All it did was push people away. And I think being in the podcast game has brought me into a, a new realm where I'm not scared to talk to people anymore and am willing to have all these conversations like we're having and enough about me. Let's get back into magic. And, you know, it, it was just, I don't, I don't know. I, it, it, it's, uh, it's anyway. very, very well to <laughs> me. That, very well to me oh. that that happened, uh, that it happened in that way to obtain your tarot deck. Because traditionally, I mean, even the Golden Dawn will say that you're not supposed to necessarily uh, go and just buy your first tarot. It's supposed to be gifted to you in some way. Um, and, the, you know, the tarot there's a lot of misconceptions around tarot and people think that it's sort of this uh, really fake thing. And so much of that is brainwashing just because of the things that we saw on television and the two thousands people, Hey, call me up one 800 miss Cleo and I'll do your tarot reading live, mm -hmm. like things like and that. But Lux, honestly, that's where I was. I thought tarot was bad juju and, and, and New York, you know, this, I, you, I yeah. talked to you about that. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. after hearing more about it i was like no that's not bad juju shit at all no i honestly think all of that is uh all those cards are telling you something that's going on within yourself that everybody yeah. can relate to if you understand what you're looking at you should just meditate. you should look at those cards i mean you can read to see maybe a little bit of an explanation of what it means and meditate on that actually and that's probably about it how does that how do, how do i find that within myself at some point in my life can I see this, you know, meaning something or matching up with something and eventually your ideas will grow. But I think uh, 
it's really more of looking at those cards and looking inward instead of outward. Yeah. And, and Lux, like you said, I was under the impression that, you know, you needed to be gifted um, a deck. And I talked to but in a in a way that you, you were though, almost because this lady was like, Hey, yeah. I, let me Even though I did you. pay for it, but yeah, she did let me exactly. in after hours. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, not only that, but you were going to go in for a specific deck and you didn't get that deck. And she was like, let me help you. I'm going to, I'm going to show you a different alternative in, in that way by suggesting it's that's gifting in itself, you know, even though oh, I didn't even think of that. Right. Like she, you would have went in, you would have yeah, gotten you the deck. Dude, yeah. I could talk to you guys for fucking 24 hours straight. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even look at it that way. I was just like, oh, wow, you know, she let me in. But yeah, in a sense, she did gift it. And then I, I was talking with Amy D from the, the, the Gold Pill and podcast. And I was like, you know, because I was under the assumption, you know, is, is, is it better to be gifted one? She's like, no, not necessarily. You know, that, that's kind of like hype. In, in a sense, you know, it is good if, if someone gifts, gifts a deck to you, obviously, but, but now having you say this, yeah, I, I was gifted a, a deck and yeah. Wow. You just blew, blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes not all, you know, gifts don't have to be monetarily or, or physical. Those gifts could be just a suggestion to point you in the direction that you needed the most, because maybe you would have gotten that other deck. You would have looked at it and maybe it was too complicated or, or something and you would have just never looked at it again. But by that suggestion, now you have a, the deck that you really needed because yeah. this was the, the gift or suggestion from this person. Unfucking real. <laughs> wow. And again, and one... I, I give you the occult rejects for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it, it take a look at the for the Golden Dawn at least. Um, the Golden Dawn stressed over and over and over again how important that tarot was. Um, and it's been changed a lot over the years. I will say that there are a lot of decks that are out there that are not authentic in the sense that a lot of people will uh, illustrate something and then they'll put it out and they'll just say, Oh, here's a tarot deck, my take. Um, but in reality, I would say it's much more of a, a science. And like, for example, it's all based on Hebrew letters. The entire tarot is, is based on Hebrew letters and the meaning of those letters in Hebrew. There are 22 cards in the major arcana and there are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. Each one representing an archetype, personality traits, path on the tree. It's, it's uh, honestly, it's beautiful to look at because however that system was developed and it was adopted by a lot of different cultures, Egyptians, whatever, it's incredible to see that somebody was able to lay out or a group of people, uh, the, the complexity that is tarot. So. Yeah. It makes sense. Like I, now, now I, I can't wait to, to dive in and learn more about it. And, you know, cause I hear you guys talk about the tree of life all the time and, and, you know, you bring up tarot and that's kind of what got me, you know, more looking into it. And, you know, that, that happened last Saturday. So, <laughs> you know, it, here we are yeah. and now we're talking about it and I'm, I'm getting my mind blown on, on, yeah, you could even on, look on up, a different thing. You could even look them up online on how to, uh, 
like how they fall on the tree of life. There's a website that like I use uh, to for that sometimes. Like if I can't remember offhand, like really where it's supposed to go. And they'll give you decent explanations too. I mean, there, there's some sites out there when it comes to tarot. I mean, they're really telling you a lot. It's just mm-hmm. most people don't understand it or how to look at what they're saying. No. And I, I've watched a few YouTube videos on it. And I was just like, oh, wow, this is, this is awesome. And cool. Can't wait to dig into it. And now I really can't wait to dig into it. Yeah. I think if you, if you, if you use those cards going by what the, you know, the book, tells you what the suggested uh you know normal thing is if you're to look it up online and associate it with the kabbalah i think that's when you can really start to make a lot of connections uh spiritually or you mm. know within you yeah. know start looking at it you know together as as i think that they were meant to be yeah and you know one of the most important laws i would say most important laws of you know, natural law or occultism is the law of attraction and one thing that i was always really told to do with the cards again because in the golden dawn there was solid information it was the, the way that it was being manipulated is why i left um but they would always focus on taking one card so you shuffle your deck and you are concentrating the entire time while the deck is in your hand right to to retrieve the card from the deck that you really think is important to your life at the time and you shuffle and you shuffle and you shuffle it doesn't matter if it takes two minutes or ten and whenever the thought or the feeling within your mind says to stop stop and pull the card that your hand is most attracted to the most and uh you'll feel it after Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't take long, um, but there's this feeling of stop. And for example, the uh, the hermit card has always been really important for my tarot. Um, oh my God, that's so funny you bring the hermit up because <laughs> when I had uh, the gold pill on, uh, yeah, I, I definitely uh, identify with the hermit very well because uh, um, Meredith did like a, an astrology thing on me and with she's like you could totally be alone and not worry about anything and i was like oh dude i I, like totally give give me some basic tools put me in the middle of the woods nobody around i'll I'll survive (laughs) you know what i mean like to me that's heaven and but at the same time i do crave you know a few select people around me so and now you're bringing it up again with with you and i'm just like holy fuck yeah it's crazy and then just shuffle through that deck and find that card that just you have that feeling and uh, take a day take a week and whatever that card is that comes up just really focus on its meaning dig deep try and find a bunch of resources that you can to, to figure out what does that card mean what does it mean to me meditate on it you know i Hell, I would even sleep with a card underneath of my pillow some nights, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. You know what I, w- I would like to add to that, too, is that if you have, you just happen to be glancing at it, you know, after you've been med- meditating for a while, or like this little tiny silly fucking idea pops up in your head and you're like, nah, that'd be fucking too easy. Sometimes that might actually be the right answer. Mm. It's just that we've been so programmed to say that's fucking crazy. Right. 
or to have to Sometimes look deeper into something. Sometimes if you entertain those little fucking thoughts that we've quickly pushed the fuck out of our head, just examine it for a little bit more. Maybe we'll see. Oh, how? Oh, okay, this card has, actually speaks to me now. Thinking well, he, of it this way, like speaking of cards. Yeah. The the first night that I had it, I I even texted you, uh, Patriot. I drew the five of cups randomly four times, Whoa. four separate times, right side up, like like. I I I and I don't know what what that means. Like by but by looking at the 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 card, I mean to me it's almost like, you know, bad bad shit. Cause like, I even went out to my wife. I'm like, yeah, is there something you want to tell me? Cause like, uh, it's pretty much saying that like, like we're not going to have a relationship anymore. And th this, that, and the third. And she's like, no, why? None, none of that's ever crossed my mind. It could be an indication of something. A lot of times, even with the certain descriptions that are included in, um, like the deck of cards, uh, sometimes I've noticed that they're not exactly correct. And if you compare one deck to another, they might not even say the same thing. Okay. Um, but what I would say is, yeah, definitely. If you pulled that card a bunch of times, I would say that's more telling you about something internally. Mm. It would correspond to Kabura, severity, something in your or life. Or maybe my past. Well, did you say the four would, of yeah. cups or the five of cups? Um, five of cups. Oh, right. fuck. I see. I thought you said four, and I'm like thinking in my head about Chesed, and I'm like, well, it's really not that bad of a spot to land on. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> no it was five. Oh, yeah, yeah. That could be very, uh, very, um, oh, yeah, very emotional. That would, to me, that would be like a Scorpio. Yeah. Of five of cups for the, uh, the reading yeah. on the card says grief, loss, many regrets, setbacks, loss of a relationship, friend, or valued possession, disappointment in love mm -hmm. and friendship, end of a marriage or love relationship. You have strength and spirit to endure. Hope for better future. Choose a creative solution to your problems. This is a temporary period and will pass. So I was, I was like, "Fuck!" Is my wife fixing to to fucking leave me? Like our our anniversary is today, and uh, like, what what's going on? And she's she's like, "No, I'm not. Why would I? Why would I? I why would I even randomly? We've been together fourteen fucking years. Why why would I want to leave you now?" If I would have wanted to leave, leave your retarded ass, I would have done it years ago. I was like, okay, just ask. And, <laughs> and yeah, not to get too, too deep because I don't want to, you know, to perceive anything negative, but it, to me, that would assume uh, that maybe even the reason why that you went to ask her is because of the description of the card. There could be some type of maybe insecurity or, or worry about there being loss with love. You know, or well, loss yeah, of someone who I mean, is affectionate. Like, so it could like show a trend of throughout your life that you've had a lot of these events that have happened where there are negative effects of they did. Uh, and yeah. and Meredith pointed that out when, when she was giving me the astrology region. She's like, You've went through a lot of ass whoopings in, in relationships. And I'm like, fuck every one of them. I said, even the beginning of, of, of my marriage, I said, now, now we're we're good. Every relationship has an argument, but you know, I it, I went through some ass whoopings, you know, in the beginning, you know, and I even told her, I said, fuck for the first year, every Monday, she was breaking up with me, you know, and, and trying to find a way to, to, to leave or, uh, you know, just not make things work. And so, yeah, you know, there's always that fear because to me with my wife, like I finally found the perfect match for, for, 
my retarded ass. And like, I don't want to, I don't want her to leave. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I genuinely love her with everything I have. And I've never felt that way with anybody before. So, mm. you know, so that maybe the card was speaking on my past and, you know, you know, you know who, who knows? Say? I was going to say my, my take on it with that, that card. Uh, I, I, with that sphere, I think at some point you can kind of go, I mean, all of them, I think, have a mundane or a physical uh, story and then more of like a mind or a spiritual story. But with the five of cups, I was going to say. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Say, I think, you know, uh, it would be more mental, more emotional because of the, the whole water thing. Um, and then, because I think if it was more materialistic or more of this world, it would have been like uh, the pentacles. Mm. But the cups, I think, could be more of like the mind. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes, and, and th- you know, this is how, like, because of my experiences, sometimes... I can read things differently and that's how it makes more sense to me. Sometimes when you might be reading like loss of a relationship, loss of marriage, it may not even be so much of still the physical world. It could be talking about mindsets, thoughts, belief systems. You know, we are married we are in relationships with ideas and actions and rituals that we do all day that we don't even realize. And that makes sense. You know, and sometimes breaking those things up or losing the negative ones is the representation of going up the tree spiritually. Okay. So so like maybe you have a good relationship now because you are finally able to give up the bullshit that you were holding on to from the past ones. And you're able to kind of free yourself and be happier now. Yeah, that makes Uh, sense. Because and and and. I'm the type of person like when I read like when I read that I take it for for face value. I, I and with with the meaning behind tarot, you I I know you have to look at it from multiple angles, just like what you're saying. Like, okay, maybe it's not a physical marriage. Maybe it was a marriage to a thought process or marriage to a, a certain routine that you do. I mean, it could be anything. You know, like you said, we're married to a lot of different things in in our daily life. And, 
you know, I, I mean, if I, you start looking at occultism and when you start really understanding that, like, I like we covered the Scarlet Whore, and, and this is how I'm going to get at how some things I believe can be taken different ways. Um, you know, we went along how like the sphere is more of the symbol of like the, the feminine energy keeping us mm -hmm. in form. Uh, I think, you know, the rings of Saturn are representative of that. I think your wedding rings, earrings, I think mm -hmm. rings are all come from that idea of us being married or wed into this matrix. You know, the yeah. wedding ring is just, this is a way of representing it even more in the physical way. Yeah. You know, being married to this world, you have chose now someone that is important enough to you that you're going to spend the rest of your life with and probably give up some of your will in order to do it. You are going to marry yourself to that idea and that's going to keep you in the matrix even fucking more. This world is so real, you just got married. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I, I, so uh, when you look at the word, you know, being married to or wedded to maybe as an, uh, as a way to explain being birthed into this world and believing it's real, you could maybe start seeing how it could be more mental instead of so much materialistic. Gotcha. Yeah. When me and my ex broke up uh, years ago, I was pulling a lot of cup cards because I was still in the golden dawn at the time, but I was pulling a lot of cup cards and, um, a lot of them were sort of hinting to me that I had this uh, repressed thought or worry that whatever relationship or something that I would get into after that would end up in chaos and trauma because it's the same thing I've gone through over and over again. Yep. So I would pull those cards and it would, it was literally telling me, bro, you, you're never going to have something healthy or positive or good with anybody else, unless you let go of this fear of loss and that, you know, you just accept that the, the person that you're with, trust your instincts. If, you know, you're in love and you're in love and, and don't worry about someone betraying you or backstabbing you. And that was sort of the process that I had to go through. So I definitely relate to that a lot because, you know, and they're, I, they're, I, I went through that myself. You know, I always feel like someone's going to, you know, I'm, my wife says you're the most pessimist pessimistic optimist there is or op something something to that effect like like i always look for the good but i'm always waiting for that rug to be pulled right the fuck out underneath oh, like exactly. I'm, I'm ready for it like yeah. uh, like even when we closed on this house i'm like nothing ever this good happens you know what i mean without <laughs> something fucking something's gonna, fuck up. Something's gonna be fucked <laughs> up and, that and smooth, right? yeah and, but nothing ever happened and i was just <laughs> like wow this is this is a great feeling. I don't know how to feel about this, but, and, but now, you know, I'm, I'm very comfortable with, you know, our relationship. Obviously we've been together for 14 years and, uh, but man, it, it, yeah. It, uh, it's that fear of just, it, yeah. it's, it's, some, it's something that gets programmed into your mind yes. and, 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 the and like, and like telling you to let go of it. Yeah. And, and then I can circle that back to, to Patriot, with your guest with the shadow work it's your ego saying hey motherfucker i have i put those chains on you for a reason um keep them there <laughs> you know? oh for real yeah. i forgot yeah. i forgot I, I said that right or did she say that yeah you oh, did oh uh, you know believe it or not i i was trying to wait at one point to see if she'd have her own show but i've had that taped for like almost two months and eventually i put it out but because i was trying to wait till she had her own show so that would help promote it but um, I have her coming on again next week. So she's a great guest, actually. So let's change gears a little bit. Um, and 
I'm going to put oh, a little you know, bit. You know what I wanted to say just oh, real go quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because the whole thing that we were talking about before, and I was like, wow, this is another perfect example, or at least of my opinion. Talking again about good magic and bad magic. Tarot, learning how it means something to you individually, yourself. Like even how me and Lux just told you what you pulling that card that many times means. What we tell you, I mean, really shouldn't mean much of jack shit unless you really see that or feel that yourself. No, I mean, well, we sat here and have had a conversation like it made sense to me what you guys were both telling me, you know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. what I'm getting at is that I think that is the good magic is when you take those, you look at them and you say, how is this telling me about who I am? That's the good magic. When you have those cards, you're like, oh, let me shuffle these motherfuckers. Here's seven cards. This means that. That means this. 50 bucks. Thanks. That's bad magic. Mm. Yes. Very well said. Hell yeah. Yep. So on that note, I'm going to put a little disclaimer out there. Um, (laughs) I do have friends that uh, do listen to this show, and I love you, and and I will never not love you as a friend. Um, But uh, I feel you need to get off the Q train and (laughs) (laughs) for, for, for good reason. And it it took me a while to admit that myself. Um, but things can only happen so many times over and over and over again, where you get a nothing burger. And at the end of the day, the government is not going to come and save you from the government. And the last person that ever (laughs) said that, killed a lot of jews so yeah having put that out there i love you the only way (laughs) yeah i love you and you know we can have a conversation on anything so other than that let's fuck you (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah You know what's funny? You know, we we covered that whole series, seven fucking episodes. I mean, I loved it. Easily been 10, probably if we were, I guess, more open about some of the stuff we found that we were like, you know, there's some stuff we didn't touch because we really do believe like we probably could have had issues of the people came across it. But, um, you know, all of that bullshit that we went through and then really just us talking about Watkins fucking 10 minutes in the last episode should just be enough to make you question the whole fucking thing in itself. Exactly. And, and and your breakdown on X 22, like, Oh uh, yeah. I was just like, you know, that like, that's another thing like that. That's see, this is exactly how you get an idea of what the symbol means. mm -hmm. Now his logo is a uh, mercurial sigil. Yeah. He's just changed, you know, instead of the two dots, he's got the number two and the number two. It's still got the X, got the fucking circle. Instead of uh, the up and down, looks like, I guess, the stock market crash. It's got like a little, uh, looks like a hockey stick, but it's like, I think it's a specific sigil or it's a Hebrew letter. I can't remember exactly, but. And then at the top, there's he has the Bible and there's another symbol, the same fucking spot on this mercurial sigil. That is from Mercury. No, Mercury is good for knowledge, speech, writing, uh, flight. Um, it's good for transportation and a little bit of business because it is kind of connected to 
uh, Chesed, which could you know be used for business as well. So there's a little bit of that influence from Jupiter with Mercury uh, when it comes down to ceremonial magic. I'm just going by like you know the Tree of Life, right? Um, so if you wanted to be able to talk some slick shit and make money, that's exactly <laughs> the thing you would use. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I have made, and I'm telling all myself, and I've said it before, I have made mercurial and Jupiter sigils together or just mercurial sigils together from when I had a thing at work and I would keep it in my pocket. So I was able to talk and present whatever I was trying to do the best way I can to achieve what I was getting at. I needed to sound fucking educated. I need to know what I was talking about. And I needed, and I was doing it because I wanted it. There was a fucking uh, thing going on at my job. It was like a contest kind of, mm -hmm. and, and I wanted to do well, you know, I wanted to make a little money with it too. I'll admit it, you know, but I wasn't like fucking anybody. It was just trying to like, can I do my job better? You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, and, uh, I, I do believe it worked, but I mean, that is the same exact thing that that guy does himself. He's he fucking, he's got mad fucking commercials. He sells some, I don't know, fuck bullshit powdered fucking, I don't know, whatever he's got. He's got <laughs> 10 different fucking ways to send them fucking money. And he's been telling the same story for fucking years. For, yeah, for about a what, year and a half, almost two years, no, three years? He's no, been, he's been around longer. We put his shit into the Wayback Machine. I did not know how long oh. that guy's been around for. He's been around for probably like... Believe it or not, I think he might have came out right before or a year before the whole Q nonsense did or around the same time. But no he, wasn't, he wasn't, I don't know if he was calling it Q yet, but he still had the same idea as like there was some white hats. Gotcha. Doing something. But he's and been, and, and from, from my standpoint, I saw X-22 and okay, I'm prior Air Force. I just thought you were playing off the the you know, the, the, the F 22 before it was a fighter, it was an, it was an X Y 22 or an X 22. That that's where I thought he was coming from. And then after hearing your guys's show on the breakdown, I was just like, Oh fuck. I, you know, I, I, I knew don't I'd know seen what that to look for somewhere too. I, I had seen it. It like rang a bell when I saw the sigil. Well, the emblem, for x22 and i was like man i've seen that somewhere and i ended up just going through a bunch of my shit yeah, and found out yeah, and then yeah. i was sent to new york patriot i was like got it <laughs> no and the crazy Damn. thing is i'm looking at this thing and i'm like yo i'm like and i go in my room i'm like you know because i still have some of the it's like believe it or not i'm still like i don't even know how to get rid of these things do i burn them do i bury them do i just <laughs> like you know i have these talismans that i've used and i mean they're done i don't carry them with me but i do have them stashed somewhere and I was looking at him and I'm like, you know, I've even used this fucking thing myself. And I think I never, I didn't even realize it. My looking at it, you know, me, Luxord, I didn't even see it. Right. Once he showed it to me, I was like, how the fuck did I not even see that? Right. Just, you know, even people like me, you just don't even notice it sometimes. Yeah. And then yeah, you, I mean, there was another one that, we, you know, uh, that I was telling Lux, I, I knew for a fact, and he even said it himself. There was a show called Hive Mind where they use like a one instead of an I. And they pushed the Q shit too. And they got all this other fucking ways to get money. Um, their logo, I have seen in like people have used that in art with a woman. Uh, normally, typically it's a thelemic, uh, the way I've seen it done. It's normally typically a thelemic kind of style where it's like this, the whore of Babylon. And then it has this seven pointed, you know, raised star behind her head and two lines coming down. 
I've seen that in it, but I couldn't find it again. Like I, I remember seeing that stuff when I was involved in the OTO and I knew what the sites and it was in groups. It was probably in a group on Facebook that I remember them having that I'm not in anymore. So I couldn't mm -hmm. remember to find the picture, but there was one night when I was in uh, the discord channels ended up coming down, but I was in the rabbit hole discord. Can't plug them anymore. They got taken down, but uh, they were showing this movie called the mountain from like 1973 or maybe 78, some old shit. And I, I happened to put it on and I was, they, they were showing it in their uh, chat and I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? And uh, I was like messaging them. I was like, yo, this movie is like, is a cult as fuck. And they're like, yeah, that's why we put it on. Cause one of the guys reached out to me. He's like, you might like this movie. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, yo, this is some wild shit. Like I, I even told Lux, I was like, you got to check this movie out. This is like mind blowing how like obvious that this stuff is. And at one point, would you know it? There's these people walking around with a fucking necklace on with that sigil. Oh. The same fucking one that the Hive Mind uses as their logo. And it's From funny you bring up Hive Mind. Something in a fucking movie that is all fucking in a cult story. You put that shit on for five minutes, you'll know exactly. Yeah, obviously this is. You'll know it just from watching a few minutes because it's not going to make any sense. It's going to seem out there. People on robes, all weird shit. That fucking logo that they use is in that movie. Well, and and, and they're I selling you, bullshit stories. So I yeah. think that tells me who they are. And you pointed out how the the B is represented in 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 all that as well and then you have certain people out there you know talking about their swarm and the hive mind and it's like what the fuck and then I'm, then you pointed out how the frog was used oh, in yeah, yeah. symbolism and i was just like oh shit it's and that's it's pepe yeah. the frog like yeah. what the fuck like they they who whoever started the whole Q thing, I mean they they tapped into a lot of fucking shit and yeah. got people hook line and sinker and then like you were saying that that fucking dude that started eight eight chan four chan or whatever you know was into kitty fucking porn or maybe he wasn't but but allowed that to be on his site or whatever and it's like yo you, you guys are going there. Own sites. It surely makes it look like he's into it himself, too. Yeah. And then, well, if, but yet Q's going after all the kitty porn people. Right. And if you look at how, okay, so C Cicada 3301, what in my opinion was definitely a, uh, it was a psychological operation done against the American public to sort of be like a precursor to QAnon, right? It appeared on the same website the QAnon did it had a lot of the same characteristics not long after that then you do have the appearance of QAnon and it first starts on 8chan 8chan is owned by James Watkins Jim Watkins mm -hmm. and he was former I believe he was former Air Force he moves to Japan and Watkins becomes uh, the very first person ever to import Japanese pornography into the United States via the internet. Okay. And this motherfucker's given the Air Force a bad name. Exactly. And, and I'll stab him in what, the throat with a pen. <laughs> and he, around this time when he moves to Japan, uh, you get this giant influx of uh, Japanese pornography. The interesting thing to know about Japan is that Japan did not outlaw 
underage pornography until 2011. Okay. So he was the one who got really right in there the, the, as soon as he could because he's he's former military. He went to Japan, starts bringing all this stuff to the United States. And at the same time, the internet is very young. You know, we're talking about the early 2000s. He has a ton of websites. NT Technology being one, Thrifty Server, uh, Lizelle.com, BigServer.com, uh, Woohaha.com, and uh, one called that JimIsBad.com. And he's got all of these pictures, which are very, we were even worried about putting it on the episode because it's questionable how old some of these girls are. Is that um, why most of the, uh, the that type of film, um, it, they blur out? Uh, private parts uh it could be yeah okay it definitely could be and you know what he does is he sets up all of these different websites that are importing this pornography eventually he gets in trouble and he moves to the philippines and that is where you um start to see like his really big presence on 8chan well QAnon started on 8chan mm-hmm and then you see that I believe it was uh, it was either Vice or HBO, but they ended up finding out that this guy who created HN started to have a lot of his IPs that were traced to info dumps for QAnon. So this is quoting, I believe it's HBO here, but the followers of QAnon know that the origins of the group began on 8chan and through Watkins deny being the founders of the group. Um, they were able to prove this via IP. It was confirmed that one of the biggest info dumps for the group known as QMAP that has over 10 million unique visitors a month came from Watkins computer itself. Mm. And that, that, you know, people would be like, oh, well, you can't trust HBO or any of that. Fine. But, but based on the research that we did, just go back and watch the episode because it's it's overwhelming how much evidence it was that all of this Q stuff came from Watkins and he's a bad dude. And the reason why he probably moved to the Philippines, I think it was New York Patriot that found this. The age of consent is. Yeah, it was what? like fucking young, like 12 or 13 or some shit. Maybe. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's some and fucking he, sick shit. Yeah. Yeah. Really young. Yeah. And then it comes to find out that he was. He's got pictures. Watkins has pictures with the Q shaman at the Capitol. I mean, it just goes on and on. It's 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 nuts, but it's really undeniable that Watkins didn't have something to do with QAnon, and it leads back to one of the companies that he was associated with called Mod Squad, and Mod Squad is this group of well, it's a company that puts out these bots and these bots deliver information, you know, just endlessly over the internet to Twitter, Facebook, you know, whatever. And if you take a look at their website, it says that we would love to tell you what we did for the U S government. I'm quoting directly. We would love to tell you what we did for the U S state department, but then, well, you know how that joke goes. We can reveal we've moderated a couple communities for exchange programs or to promote certain relations around the globe. So this is on their own website that they're talking about how they've spread certain pieces of information that's now associated with Watkins, which <laughs> 8chan, this is where Q was born. It's just, it's very obvious that this was a, a psychological operation. 
Yeah. And where does Code Monkey Z fall into this? Well, that's, isn't that his son? Yeah. Now this is what I was gonna say. Uh, and I guess that's a good way to even bring him into it too. Uh, I do think. Well, I think me and him, me and Lux both think that uh, one of them, if not, well, I think both of them. They're in one of the two. They're either well, if you're a Shriner, regardless. But I think either they're in the Shriners or they're in the Order of Quetzalcoatl. Now, the Order of Quetzalcoatl is in in order of the Shriners, and they both work together, which we show that in other other episodes. But uh, I do think now monkeys is used a lot as well <laughs> in Shriners. Yeah. I and just he, saw a Shriner and, commercial the uh, last night after my. Some, I, I was like, "Oh, the hospital one, maybe." Yeah. Um, and the, some of the uh, I know that there was a Canadian group of uh, Quetzalcoatl, and there's other ones that have had monkeys on their pins too. The whole see no evil, he no evil, you know that shit. Yep. Um, so I'm like, you know, is that why his son uses the word monkey as well? You know, because that's you know showing the whole Shriner and Quetzalcoatl uh, connection, or one of the two. And uh, I, I, I think that uh, that's how Quetzalcoatl and Q kind of have like a, a connection there as well. I, we de- I definitely think that one of them are involved with that order. And uh, the big thing too in the Philippines is that is the biggest, has the most and the biggest Shriner temples yep. as well. So it seems very convenient that this guy Watkins is in this area now after everything's happening. And it's crazy because anytime I think of uh, like monkeys, I I always remember the, 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 the monkey with the symbols that would clap. Did it not? Now this could just be one of those dumb Mandela effects, but wasn't the original one wearing a, a fez? Oh, no, you might be right. (laughs) <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, but, you know, and then I don't know. Like, I don't even got to look that up. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you get in when, when you guys covered the Shriners and the Quetzalcoatl order and people, I didn't even know about it. You know, I mean, I heard about the Shriners. I, I remember, yeah. you know, messaging you and why and 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 being like yo i used to you know deliver beer to a a a, a shriner club basically and you're like they served alcohol i'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's right i remember you telling me about that mm-hmm. and I think it was weird yeah yeah and it, it, what better way to to meet behind closed doors kind of like the moose club and everything else you know uh the elks the eagles you know what have you but bringing it back to q you know, people were so blindsided that, that they didn't even look into, like, I even remember going to QMAP, whatever, to, to, to see, an, you know, a new post or, or, you know, get new information. And then they, they steal their logo, where we go one, we go all from, from what, what was the movie, White Squall? Oh, hmm. Something I like that. Know, I think they got that shit from uh, fucking JFK Jr. or some shit. Or well, I, I, I yeah, I there it was used in the movie White Squall, but I think JFK Jr.'s boat might have had that on it, it was like, had as well. That on the bell or some shit, the something like that. Yeah, and you know, 
and then oh JFK Jr. still alive and JFK still alive. How the fuck is JFK still alive when he had had a, his fucking head blown off? And, <laughs> and you all motherfucker, like, sorry, I don't mean to call you motherfuckers, but like the dude had his fucking head blown the fuck off by the bushes, okay? And you're gonna say he's still still alive? The flesh wounds. Sorry. Don't. And there, <laughs> and there's something within magic itself that's called monstrea. So it's sort of like, it's a magic principle that, in order for my ritual or my magic to work, I have to tell you that I'm doing it. And if you do nothing to stop it, then you're susceptible to the magic. So if I said like, oh, I'm going to do this ritual to do this to this person, and I told them about it, they did nothing. Well, then karmically, I'm totally free from whatever repercussions that could happen because of my ritual, because I told you I was doing it and you didn't do anything to stop it. And I think that a lot of QAnon stuff, it was there was truth in there. I'm, I'm not discrediting that. I, I absolutely believe that the things that Q, some of the stuff that Q was saying, is true yeah but it's part of their responsibility to to tell you what they're doing <laughs> and if you don't do anything to stop it then you're just going to get the full weight of the ritual that they're doing yes and so, every everyday joe's like me would never have known that you know what i mean like i can sit here and say yeah q brought a lot of truthers together and and woke some people up that that were asleep but if they were doing, you know, this magic, and if we don't cons- if we don't say anything, we're obviously giving our consent to go ahead and do it. But we're we're not awake enough to know that, and I know I'm not. And you know, listening to you guys, I'm I'm getting more awake. Um, but this shit happens on on a daily basis w- with everything, and like you bring it back to to monkeys i remember that song that came out a, a year or so ago dance monkey dance monkey all night long ah. oh god yes yeah and and now i'm sitting here thinking why is she singing about a dance monkey you know i did was mm. this was like something i i mentioned uh, i think recently and i i forgot why me and lux brought it up again uh, um when we were covering quetzalcoatl you know there was you know, there was people on like YouTube that were associated with other, you know, there's a group of people that you dress up like clowns that were into like Quetzalcoatl type stuff and just had a, a big internet presence in a sense. And um, they had a lot of fans, you know, you saw looking at people that are subscribing to each other, people that, you know, watch each other's shit or whatever. And uh, within those people, you start to see, you know, certain trends and ideas and thoughts and, there was a one dude that was uh, like a follower. He subscribed to, a, you know, one of these bigger channels and had his own stuff. And he was real big with this Quetzalcoatl shit. I mean, he had comics that he was drawing. He drew shit. He was making up stuff. But he and he was going on about how uh, in the new Godzilla, uh, Godzilla won. And he was making, you know, he was referencing that we or normally King Kong, but this time we lost. Mm. The humans lost and the beast, the feathered serpents going to rise. And, uh, you know, that's what this person was getting at and was saying that movie was saying. But 
you know, if you, I've often said to Lux, I said, you know, that, that could be a way that they do, you know, depict humans against, you know, something else. So I said, maybe we are, you know, King Kong. Maybe the reason why he's got that chick in his hand is maybe he's got the, the Scarlet Hole with him. I don't know. Maybe that's why he wins. Right. Oh, I have no idea. But, uh, you know, maybe that that is true. And I could see how they're saying dance, monkey, dance, because it's just like, yeah, we're fucking playing you now. Yeah. Right. And even that was, uh, I think it was the research by Heavy, uh, heavy.com. They said that the whole reason why they even started the whole QAnon thing was to create um, sort of like an entire population of American citizens who were controlled into becoming extremists that were mm. believing in myths. And, you know, it exactly goes back to what you just said dance, monkey, dance. Yeah. making it seem as though this is organic it's not started by the government or the cia whatever and then influence telling people the truth but then then you see what happens with like january 6 and them creating a narrative that isn't organic that something they controlled and then the outcome is that now every single person in the country who believes anything that would be considered conspiracy theorist is either uh you know a crazy person or a terrorist so you can see how they use this stuff against us um and to create an entire different class that they can then kind of oppress or put to the side or call nuts and and you can you the biggest thing that everybody points to is the the bolshevik revolution and how how operation trust or some shit yeah, yeah and how that is how how Q almost mirrors that operation, and and I even remember when I believed in it, people bringing that up, and I was like, ah, oh, no, yeah, no, that's that's bullshit, no, da 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 da, and then slowly I had a, a good friend, um, he he designed uh, you know my ghost logo and 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 some other things for me, and it's been a really good guy, and love him to death, but he slowly started waking me up to this. And, and, and finally one day he's like, when, when is enough it is enough? When, when, when you start realizing nothing is fucking happening, how, how much, how much longer do you need to believe in this? And it was like, you know what? <laughs> nothing is fucking happening. Um, and, and the use of 17 and Q and all that shit just seems so fucking like people don't understand the occultism behind all this. Shit. No. It, it, when, when I realized that they had Jamatria involved, I was like, oh, uh, man, I got to look at this in a completely different way. And that was like one of the parts of me being like, maybe this isn't what I thought. Like I saw occultism in there, but I wasn't sure how deep it was, or I thought maybe I was just seeing shit other people wouldn't pick up. And then it's just quite obvious to me that once you want to start with this Jamatria shit and the way people decode the stuff, I'm like, this is ceremonial magic to fuck you're fucking with now. Yeah. You don't yeah. even realize it. Yeah. And, and, and there's people even, even I, I fell for it. You know, I was like, Oh, Jamatria, th this is neat. You know, I didn't fully understand it, but it was like, you can plug in a word, a phrase and get, several different meanings and obviously something's going to pop up that's going to fit into your narrative i think one of the biggest yeah, well, things that really pissed me off about the whole thing was that that, that they disc <sighs> and see this is what got us kicked off of youtube so i'm not going to talk about it too hard 
but the, <laughs> the goddamn information around, you know, pizza and gates, right? That whole thing, people, that, that got us kicked off of YouTube, but there was so much more information and real truth there because, mm-hmm. you know, New York Patriot and I researched it a lot. And I have got to say that there are tons of fishy things, weird 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 social media that was coming from the owner of the pizza place all this stuff and it just got marketed as uh, a conspiracy theory and then you know of course it was circulated by QAnon, but and voodoo donut right yeah yeah and there's so much more truth there than they want to tell you but because they can say now the media at least that QAnon, oh this was totally uh, an online conspiracy of, of crazy people. Now they discredit everything that was involved with anything that QAnon ever mentioned. And then, then you had the people that were coming out towards the end when like HBO came out with their stuff and there's like, no, there's Q and there's Anons. There's no such thing as QAnon. Well, you know. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, you know what's, okay. what's fucked up with that whole thing too is that you've actually... You know, it was something that I, I mean, I, I guess I, I noticed it, but I never really looked at it the same way that, that uh, you know, John Bryson from we've, we've read the documents. I mean, I had him on my show and he really did put put it in a good way. You know, people don't realize actually how much they are kind of like QAnon, but of the left, because if you do not believe that shit, you are canceled. You actually have people believing this that have put themselves into the extremist mindset now. Yeah. Right, which was the goal. You're not out there burning down buildings and acting like a fucking idiot like the left is, but you are definitely erasing people and shitting on people because they do not fucking believe your outlandish fucking ideas. Yeah, absolutely. And then then the whole what sticks out in my mind is when when we we withdrew from Afghanistan, right? And okay, those those heavy jets they didn't look real. I'll be honest. They really didn't. You know, do we have inflatable jets? I don't, well, I don't know. Those people by the fucking, by the engines. Right. I, I never seen them when I was in. I mean, that was 22 years ago. But, you know, when, I will say, when they're, when it's supposedly taxing and all these crowds of people are, are running beside it, um, we used to have to watch safety videos every year of not getting too close to the front of a fucking turbine or uh, a jet engine because it sucks you the fuck in. It, <laughs> all right. And, and the Navy's the worst. Like they get so many do uh, sucked into the fucking intake and, 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 and to watch the videos that morbidly kind of funny, like your body literally stretches out like a fucking cartoon. Like, your head goes in and your feet are still out here. And then all of a sudden you're in there <laughs> and it's like these people would have been sucked. And then they're, they're holding on to the fucking uh, landing gear and all, all this. Oh, yeah. But, but then they're taking the number of the aircraft oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, trying to decode that into, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to a Delta. Uh, well, if you flip these numbers, it means this. Now, how about we just take the numbers for face value? Because it, uh, why why do we need to flip something? If if one five is fifteen, it, it it's not fifty one. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. What the fuck? The whole thing when it gets down to like when you start seeing that like there's occultism within Q, I mean that you should even be questioning why are they even calling it a delta? Yeah. What's delta mean? Why are they using that word to describe something? Delta is a military operation. Yeah, but I'm saying there could be a cult shit behind that word. I mean, in nope, itself, well, you know, and it may not even be. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, you have no idea what they really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy to me because you know, in, in one fail swoop with the QAnon stuff, they've been able to tell people the truth, and then the government or its you know agencies are able to then ostracized an entire population of people i think a lot of it was intelligence gathering they oh, wanted to wow. see who would believe what who who knew what and then just that that way you can put these people into a certain box and you know and then they renamed the terrorist list yeah and yeah. anybody that supported trump and now i'm kind of a believer that trump was put there for a reason to hey let's see who the real patriots of this country are and support this dude and and the these Q followers, well, now we know who to target when we want to fucking change the fucking system, right? For, but, like for real, for real. Because they needed to transition from terrorists overseas mm-hmm. yeah. to terrorists here in our, and then you even see like the FBI came out at the beginning of the Biden term and said that now, oh, suddenly after two decades of. Uh, you know, Islamic extremism being the number one threat to uh, domestic United States. Now, oh, it's switched suddenly. And now it's people who believe in any type of conspiracy. So so they're just passing the buck because that's what QAnon was there to do was to set up this this way to bring in people to figure out who is who so they could label them terrorists because they needed a new war to fight, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And now it's because we're done wars. overseas. So now exactly. we have to fight, fight internally. Exactly. You know, you know yeah, what I, I think another real shitty thing that QAnon did as well, that uh, it took a lot of stuff and tossed it all into uh, one umbrella though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is really funny. And you know, this is how it was one of the reasons why I, I even started questioning QAnon is because I really do see the same thing that I saw with, uh, I think, ceremonial magic in the OTO um, when it comes to sex, believe it or not. Uh, a lot of like we covered the Scarlet Horse series. That was five episodes. And um, by the one that's out by now, if you've listened to it or I mean, whatever, I'm not saying anything you won't be able to hear by now. Um, you know, I t- totally say that it's not a sexual story at all. It's just using okay. that to tell the story so you don't look at it the real way. You're going to see it completely different, and we're just going to use sex because that that sounds horrible. Right. All right. Oh, so people are going to buy that. There is a lot of occult shit that is considered sexual only associated, uh, you know, with conspiracy stuff because of QAnon now, I, I feel like. You know, me and Lux say all the time that that's that pedo swirl and that triangle means other shit besides mm-hmm. kids. Well, same with you know? the swastika. That yeah, meant something all, completely yeah. different before yeah, Hitler took it over. Other stuff. And, uh, you know, I saw, you know, there's a lot of stuff to do with. Uh, you'll see that symbolism, but it's really pointing to something to me. 
And I said this on somebody's post recently on Instagram. They're mm-hmm. going on about the whole spiral fucking swirl thing. And I said, you know, it's probably easier for the public to believe that there's a couple of fucked up individuals out there that fuck with kids than to believe people are actually physically willing to die almost to an extent to go and have a magical effect or a magical experience to control you. Because mm-hmm. then if you believe that, you have to question your whole reality. But if you believe that all those symbols just mean kid shit, that doesn't change the world you're in. It just makes more fucked up people. Right. It's a lot easier to digest that and to look at it as kid shit than what it actually is really fucking saying in an occult sense. And in, you know, in, in that aspect, going back to the abyss, dude. Yeah. How fucked up is it in that aspect to, to say, oh, well, I can normalize it because it's all about pedophilia and not something way bigger and more fucked up. Yet pedophilia is way no, big no, and no, fucked no, up. No, you no, know it, what I mean? It, but like, you, no, but th- it, that's how these people are rationalizing with it. They're no, like, no, no, no. Believe me, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disregarding how fucked up that oh, shit no, is. No, I'm not it's applying just, that at all. Yeah. Realize that people can actually like what I'm implying that they do. If people can pull that off and that's how they control mm-hmm. the world that we're in, that's a much bigger fucking thing that changes your whole reality. Oh, absolutely. Because you yeah, know, so it's not. It's hard to even even like think about. They're it. trying every day to to normalize pedophilia, and I hijacking the symbols and what have you and then doing that makes people go oh yeah that's that's just about child sex trafficking and it doesn't affect my life so uh, i i don't need to worry about it motherfucker what if it's not about that and it's about controlling a lot of other shit and and making other fucking people either a die or suffer in some fucked up way yeah, believe it or not, I think there's more times that me and Lex could probably say we've seen that symbolism, or at least equally, uh, meaning something completely different than most people think. Yeah. yeah, and and if you take a look at the track record of the CIA, right, this is not something that they have, it's not a new thing. Uh, they were, anybody out there who wants to find out more information about it. Just Google the finders. Well, who knows? Google might not lead you any actual information now, but the finders was a group of CIA agents that were accidentally uncovered because of <laughs> um, these like weird series of events where the, uh, they happened to notice that these kids were outside of a van and they looked really malnourished and they didn't have any uh, like knowledge of the current world like they didn't even know what telephones were they didn't know what you know cars were they were uh it was declassified later on that this was an operation that was taking kids and they were trafficking them around the united states and so it's not you know when we talk about like you know QAnon and we talk about the pizzagate stuff it's not new they've been doing this for a long time they just want all of us to think that it's really crazy and that it doesn't exist. And in reality, they're doing it, but they're telling us they're doing it. And then they're telling us that we're, we're crazy for knowing that they're doing right. <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> but that gives, because we're giving, giving them 
consent without giving them consent. So exactly. therefore their, their ceremonial magic takes place and, and, and is conducted because, you know, whether we would like to think that there's a lot of awake people, there's more people with their eyes closed and, and asleep than, than there are of oh, us, no, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Like, and, and it, it's by design. Oh, we've been pro programmed to be that way since we popped out here. Mm -hmm. We've been attacked in multiple different ways through TV, media, drugs, food, fucking everything. Yeah. You know, ideas of how to raise your kids, uh, religion. It's where you don't have a fucking ch choice, man. No, I've got a chance when you come into this fucking. No, not at all. You get slapped and upside the head with bullshit as soon as you can yeah. under understand anything. Oh, and shit. we've been we've been so splintered. Because yes. of the mind control. Fractured, fractured. Yeah, yeah, we've been so splintered that we believed. I'm guaranteeing that right now someone will listen to this and be like, oh, you know, I, I really like QAnon or whatever. Therefore, I have to throw out everything that someone is saying. We have to learn to be able to entertain two ideas at the same time. Yes. It can be true that QAnon was saying real things. And it can be true that QAnon's fake or that it was an op operation for mind control to tell you what they're doing so they can just continue to keep doing it. Right. Yeah. And on that note, we'll, I guess, we'll leave it there. Yeah. yeah sorry <laughs> about that. Yeah. It's just like, no, you're, you're good. Uh, but I that will was, say it. Thank you. I had fun. Uh, but I always have fun with you. <laughs> I like him to be able to talk about other shit, you know, and yeah, actually different stuff. Absolutely. That was a really good time, man. Thank you. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't even looking at the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people message me on StreamYard and I didn't realize until halfway through. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, and like I said, you know, I have friends that I love dearly that, that still kind of follow this. And I just hope you, can come to a conclusion that look go back to to free thinking don't let somebody else think for you and and put a pre-thought into your head because we're we we're all smarter than that you know what i mean and you know maybe at the end of the day we have to look into there's ritual sigil and so many other type of magical stuff going on by these parasite elites that mean way more to them that we don't we don't even see and we need to look into that and get to the bottom of it because every day our our government does it whether it's left <laughs> or right uh, and every government around the world, you know, uh, right. whether it's left or right in theirs, you know, over overseas, it's it's flipped. Left is our right and right is their left. But it's two wings to the same fucking bird. That's two wings it. fly yeah. one bird. OK. Yeah. And if if government got the fuck out of the way. And and didn't exist, I think. I think racism and a lot of other shit would just fucking go away because 
at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what color or what belief you have. If you're a good person, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to like you. And I will eventually accept you as a friend. And if you're a friend, I'll do anything for you because you're a good fucking person. Yeah, that's a really good, really good point. And it's not about you know, the left, the right, that paradigm. It doesn't exist. It's just fake to it make is. us pick a side the same way that baseball or football has mm-hmm. us pick a team. And in reality, it's the thing that they fear the most is you, your yeah. free thinking. Exactly. That's, that's why they spend so much money, time, and effort on figuring out a way to manipulate you. Because if you really were to figure out some of these occult principles, such as what you envision, how your will impacts the world around you, then their system comes crumbling down. So the biggest thing that they fear is you. Yeah, and, and it comes down in a second. comes down in a second, and it's all about free thinking, entertaining two, two things at once. And I would say, at least for the occult rejects, I'm sure New York Patriot would agree with this, is that don't believe us. I don't, I don't care if you believe me. I Just go and research things on your own. Because that's the most impactful thing that you can do to find what you really believe is to double check everything, cross all your T's, dot all your I's, look at all these different resources. And I know it's hard right now because of how much they censor everything, but dig as hard as you can. Don't look for a savior um, Mm. because Mm -hmm. you, you have the ability to look inside and, and to make that decision for yourself. You don't, you're not waiting on Trump. You're not waiting on, you know, all these people to come save you. You're your own personal savior. Exactly. With your mind. Yeah. And on that note, I am so glad to have the most stupidest, fakest posers (laughs) of occult knowledge on my show tonight. (laughs) Like, holy shit. We just, we just made up a whole bunch of shit. Because because you, you guys you don't know what the you fuck you're talking hours. about. <laughs> uh, I just wasted two hours of my time to troll you for two hours. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah, no, I know. Thank you. So, yo, I actually had, I had a really good time. I had a really good time. Thank you. I did, too. Yeah, I had a great time. And like I said, and why, once I consider you a friend, you're a friend. And Lux, yeah. I hope to to get to know you a little bit more. Um, I, I, I respect your anonymity. Anonymity, you being anonymous, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, fuck. you know, we can, uh, I'd love to have you guys back on to the, you know, enlighten my, my, my fans or listeners or whatever you want to call them to, to a whole bunch of, uh, of stuff because I, like I said, I, I was a fan of both of you all before. I was honored enough to even talk to you two. And it's like, holy shit. You know, like I have the occult rejects on my show right now. 
and tell you they had a great here, time. Yeah, and <laughs> having a great time. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like so what the fuck? It's wild, though, right? Yeah, because because every time I ever together. Yeah, but yeah. every time I heard you guys on a podcast, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> this is good shit. This is good shit. Thanks. <laughs> and and I respect your Thank work you. and uh, for for being posers, you do a very good job. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, plug your stuff one more time. Let people know where they can get a hold of you. Uh, we'll um, talk a couple minutes off air, and I'll I'll, I'll let you go. My uh, my stuff, uh, the NY Patriots show, is on BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey. Uh, I'm not so quick with Odyssey. Sometimes it's a week or two behind. Um, and all you know, major podcasts. Uh, and I uh, have, uh, I think, in my own stuff. I also started DJing again, and I have a couple of mixes out. My links for my DJ mixes in there as well. Nice. And Lux, you can, you can let everybody know about uh, uh, the Occult Rejects. Uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere that podcasts are streamed. Uh, you can find us on Apple, you can find us on Spotify and definitely check out our discord server. It's incredible. We have a really group of badass people who are sharing information. And that's ultimately our goal is that, you know, it's not about us. We're just sharing information and we don't know, we don't know everything. And we're just as, you know, open to listening to everybody else who has pieces of information that we don't Absolutely. and uh but definitely we're, we're trying to create a community that's not kind of the goal of everything not to just preach at people we want to create something where people can interact so definitely check us out ideas. there <laughs> you know yeah ideas that's all just keep thinking yeah you know? yeah think for yourself question authority Absolutely. That, that, that's a straight quote quote from tool so <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um, I'm, we'll wrap it up there and thank you. honored, blessed, and thank you. We'll, we'll do this again. And wow, I give you the, uh, the occult rejects and they're, they're rejected because they don't know anything about occults <laughs> and anything. So, yeah, fuck off. Everybody.